I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. KSL News Time 445. Three things you need to know this hour. First, an undercover operation during the All-Star Weekend had police posing online as children. But the district attorney's office says they were not able to catch everyone who's looking to exploit Utah's kids. I'm KSL News Radio's Amy Kobe. Second, a person is dead after a roof collapsed in Cache County this afternoon. Police say there was some sort of construction accident in Providence near 200 East and 200 South. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. Snow in the higher elevation slowing down the drive, especially on Highway 40 in parts of Summit County. And restrictions for Big and Little Cottonwood, where we're also seeing more snow. And if you are going to be traveling Little Cottonwood, just a reminder, it's going to close tonight at 10 p.m. for avalanche mitigation. And hopefully will be reopened by tomorrow morning. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Cloudy and windy today ahead of our next storm that moves in overnight. I'm Kevin Eubank. 42 degrees and windy now. KSL's top national stories from ABC News. News that could be worse about the air in East Palestine, Ohio, near the chemical tanker train wreck. I continue to be pleased that there have been no exceedances for residential air quality standards and outdoor air quality remains normal. EPA Regional Chief Deborah Shore, her agency, FEMA, and the CDC are in town monitoring the air. The storm system from California last night spawned tornadoes in the middle of America and now brings snow to the east. Responding to several states ending the COVID-era temporary boost in federal food assistance to low-income Americans, White House Press Secretary Green Jean-Pierre. What I can commit to is that USDA is going to continue to do what they can uh, to deal with a real issue, to deal with child poverty, to deal with the issue that millions of Americans across the country uh, have to worry about feeding their children. Promoting tens of billions of dollars in security, economic and humanitarian help for Ukraine, as well as military hardware, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, who's visiting there. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for the KSL In-Depth. Utah lawmakers are fending off criticism that they aren't doing enough to save the Great Salt Lake. Senate President Stuart Adams argues state leaders have been very proactive in their efforts. We spent half a billion dollars on water last year. We spent another half a billion this year. Uh, We've set up new commissions. The speakers led the way on some of that. I don't... What, what do they want? I mean, we're, we're trying our best. We're working with other states. We're, 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 we're trying to be innovative. When we flow into the lake, uh, I, you know, do they, we, don't, we don't control all of that. I mean, how do, we, how do we decide how much of that goes into the lake? I mean, at, at, and again, water is very difficult. Now, maybe I'll give you the best example I can. When we conserve water, which, you know, I, I don't know any community 
in the United States that has done better job conserving water last year than I saw uh, Utah do. Go look at the numbers and look at the brown lawns and look at what we did. But a bill to help get conserved water into the lake failed today. That bill would have also made it illegal to water your lawn before April 25th. And after October 1st, that measure failed. Senator Mitt Romney spoke about the shrinking lake on CBS Sunday morning. He says the combination of years of diverting water from the lake and the lack of action to help restore it has taken a toll. And just talking about it doesn't solve the problem. There are some people who say, oh, it's all going to change. Don't worry. We're going to go from dry to wet. This is just a big cycle. Assuming that we're going to have a continuation of what we're seeing now, you've got to take action. What if action? And allowing the lake to dry up is not something we can allow. The water in this area helped us bloom like a rose, as the uh, scripture says. You know, we've got trees and beautiful lawns, but some of that's going to have to change. Senator Romney knows the cost to save the lake will be enormous, but absolutely necessary, he says. My guess is the cost is going to be in the billions and billions of dollars. And how you fund that, that's another question. There's no question in my mind that we can fix it. The question is, will there be the public and political will to take the tough medicine? We're going to have to take pretty aggressive action. If we don't, the consequence for all of us would be severe. Senator Mitt Romney, Sunday morning on CBS. He's been very vocal about the need to address the drying up lake. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.